Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hi. Pump day. Getting our hope on. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Where are you guys at? I can't see you. I know. I'm getting there, Bradley. Hurry. Uh, so there's this thing that happens. I don't know if you know this. I'm going to just let it out. I'm in a mood. Um, <laughs> yeah. We switch studios and. Uh, Typically, you got to, like, sanitize the whole thing. Sanitize your studio. And sometimes uh, it is not a quick process yeah, to get one person in and another person out. There and, you are. Hi. And do si around the social distancing and then get the all of the sanitizing done. And so I'm just trying to get my job done here so I can do my job. We're, uh, you know, we're doing it, kids. Everybody's uh, got a little hitch in their giddy up trying to just get about life. And uh, we are not immune from that. Mm-mm. And it involves precious sanitation procedures. Yes. Which just, I think that will make the audience happy to know that we are taking uh, our own social distancing very seriously here at My Talk. And um, evidenced by the fact that we're constantly running around wiping stuff down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so I hope you all are sanitizing your workspaces today. Please do. Uh, and maintaining social distance. I've got great news. What's that? Really good news, guys. So you know how we've been talking the last few days about how irritating it has been to be out in the public sphere and see how people are not taking the social distancing yes. to heart. In fact, we had to have a, a heart-to-heart, a little come to whoever, mm-hmm. and uh, address some issues that were observed uh, earlier this week by some of you listening, probably not actually anyone listening, but some of the people along the river here in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. who were not distancing socially. Right. Well, I've got good news. What's the I good news? I a report from the field. Uh, oh, okay. I have been living near uh, Lake Nokomis for 13 years. I have run around that lake countless times. I've walked around that lake even more yeah uh and i decided this morning in the name of self-care we can have a conversation later about whether or not this worked uh, i went out for a walk this morning and for the very 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 first time since this all began and the social distancing began um people were actually keeping their social distance oh that's awesome uh it it was so awesome but then there was something even more awesome happening In the 13 years I have uh, spent time at that lake, usually people just kind of mind their own business, mind their own beeswax. They look at the trail in front of them and they just do their thing. They do not acknowledge. I mean, sometimes you'll get like a little nod or, you know, eye contact. But this morning, 
to a human. Everybody that I passed from, by the way, more than six feet, mm-hmm. meaning I was on the street, not even on the lake. So like the parkway that is closed down. Thank you, parks, by the way. Thank you, city of Minneapolis parks for closing down some of the roadways so that we can have a little more space to spread yeah, out. It gives uh, people all sorts of social, 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 I would be on the street and I might see somebody on the trail definitely at least 20 feet from me and we would make eye contact and smile and say good morning and it made me cry in my shower y'all because what this means is people are understanding that we're trying to take care of each other by having this social distance take care of ourselves by getting out of the house and getting some fresh air in our lungs and that we're still connecting with each other and probably actually in a lot of ways more than ever yeah so that was my moment this morning I wanted to share I'm with very, everyone. Thank you for sharing, and I'm very glad that you had that moment because that gives me uh, renewed faith in humanity. Not that I didn't have it, but it's touch and go <laughs> from mm, moment to moment. True. Story to story, link to link. We'll get to that in a moment. But um, what I wanted to say was, um, I do, my biggest point of insecurity and fear is if people are not following, um, you know, the the recommendations as they've been given so like i'm doing that and i can control me but of course i worry about other people mm-hmm. it has been heartening to see the number of people who are heeding those uh, recommendations because let's be clear a lot of those things are recommendations mm-hmm. now actual businesses have been closed and i here's the thing i always want to remind people when they get a little hesitant like well is it really that big a deal who cares like i don't care well here's the thing whether or not you think you're going to get this virus or you're um, going to lose a loved one, whether you think that's a possibility for you is a whole separate conversation. At the end of the day, why don't you just take a moment to realize that so many people have lost their livelihood in this moment that you are disrespecting their loss in this moment mm. by not taking this seriously because other people took things so seriously that it put people out of work such that they could not pay their rent right they could not buy food now there are lots of things in place to prevent that from happening but still just think about that even if you think you're immune somehow which you're not but fine you want to be ignorant of the reality that's okay but just at least honor the people that have already lost almost if not everything um in this you know in this particular moment can I also say Absolutely. We, we had nothing to do with the social distancing that you saw this morning? What? So you know how yesterday we shamed people and were like, you should listen to us and do this thing. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it was us. Oh. Who? What? Well, then who was it? I think it was the governor. Because turns out we're all on the same page. Maybe he listens to the show. I think he does. Hello, Governor Wallace. Hello, Governor. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Thanks for listening. I know. It's not like you're busy or anything. Anyway, um, I saw this article yesterday and I thought, okay, we're on the same page. I mean, I don't want to brag, but we have had the lieutenant governor on to talk about pop culture. Now, she is a listener to the yeah, show. So... I know for a fact. So, anyway, thank you and pass it along. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan. But the reason I said the governor is on the same page is there was an article about how he, uh, in his um, press conference yesterday, which usually ha- happens during our show, so we don't always get to, um, you know, uh, if we get appreciate a, it in the moment. Yeah, if we get like a heads up that something big is yeah. about to be coming down, then we do carry it, but we don't but he, on a day-to-day basis. But he said in his uh, press conference yesterday um, 
that, quote, we're seeing crowds that are a little too big, especially around the lakes. Um, so just want to, you know, remind you that um, you should keep your social distance. Anyway, he recognized that and verbalized it. And hopefully that's what got people to take notice. I will also say that, did you know that there is a hotline that people can call to report people <gasps> not social distancing, social distancing appropriately? Uh, no, I did not know that. I'm going to need that number. Um, 651-793-3746. That's the number. Okay. It says there's a hotline number um, in the wake of his uh, the governor's stay-at-home order, which allows people to leave their homes for fresh air and run to the store for essential needs. A hotline has been established that allows anyone to report groups of people that aren't following social distancing measures. There's also an email address, uh, sahviolations at state.mn.us. Some people didn't like that there's one of the that there's a complaint line essentially, but the governor, um, or I should say. Um, yeah, can I just throw this out there? I mean, there's a lot of things about this that I don't really like <laughs> yeah. either. Like, um, yeah. you know, like the fact that I have to sanitize everything I touch at all times. Like the fact that we're all walking around in a state of panic, or at least most the of us that are. There, uh, that there are people who are dying from are an illness that we cannot see. Listeners and family members of listeners who I can report because uh, it's on Facebook who are literally in the ICU right now, struggling and fighting for their lives. So pardon me if you're put out by the fact that I can call a phone number and tell people that you're not keeping your distance yeah. like I almost did today Ooh. on my way in because you guys, there were literally, I just wanted to roll down the window and be like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. There were two ladies outside of a uh, bankle area, a bankle establishment, a bankle establishment standing right next to each other. Mm -mm. Now, we have to go to work, right? So, um, or I should say we get to go to work. I am grateful for work, right? Mm -hmm. In this moment. But when we're together, we social distance. These two women were standing on top of each other, smoking ciggies, having their ciggy break. And I want them to have their ciggy break. I mean, I'm glad they're at work and they have a job to do. Any other time we would be celebrating two people just on the side of the road on top of each other. Yeah, having ciggies. We'd Usually actually you do probably that put, them, <laughs> put them in a segment of ours. <laughs> Called Crazy Stupid Idiots. But these are crazy stupid idiots because ladies, you, you, I mean, what? Here's the thing. Don't I'm, do that. I'm just going to, I'm going to speak some truth because this is the thing that I, I, I heard from a neighbor of mine recently that when she was walking by the lake the other day, she was mocked for walking out of the way to give people some room. Um, and I do believe that there are some, this is what I think is happening and it's junior high and y'all need to drop it. You're worried that you're going to look dumb if you're the one that's following yeah. the directions. Nobody's mm. going to, you know, who's going to look dumb? You when you get sick. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you're I, not going to look dumb. You're not going to look dumb. But <laughs> you don't want you, you know, to get sick. But, but no, yeah. that's true. But, but no, you're, it, do, it does not look dumb to be trying to take care of other people. Yeah. What does look dumb is not trying to take care of yeah. other people. You don't so, want to be, uh, you know, you don't want to go viral being that guy. Being viral. Or part of our, oh. I'm sorry. Or now, being on our crazy, stupid COVID idiots. Yeah. Now right? is the time to just look 
foolish and embrace it. Yes. Like we're all going to wear fashion masks in a week. I'm getting a fashion mask. We're wearing fashion masks. We're doing burpees and jumping jacks in In the driveway. Yes. In the driveway. Yes. For goodness sake. For goodness sake. The bros across from me are going to be watching me doing my fitness stuff outside. I don't care. Uh I don't care. I love it. And you shouldn't either. No, you should not. Let's all just look weird. Let's be weird together. It's true. Let's be weird together. Actually, I have a shirt that says be weird. I might just wear it so we can all celebrate that moment. I mean, no one will see it, but I mean, you will. That's true. That's true. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese after this on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The spectacular Elizabeth Reese has arrived and she has brought a wagon full of dirt. A giant wagon. Hi, guys. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm just getting myself adjusted. There's a lot happening. I know, over right? Here it's a busy, busy place. Microphone. I know. I don't know what what's going on here. Um, okay, so the director of Tiger King, Eric Good. Um, has really not backing down, even though the stars of his docuseries on Netflix, which is a runaway hit, uh, say that he misrepresented what he was doing, that he lied to them, that he didn't tell them really the truth of what this docuseries was going to be about. Uh, Eric Good says, no, this isn't my problem. This is your fault. And the story evolved over five years of shooting into what the story became. And you all told us everything willingly. See, that's the thing that's so interesting about it is apparently, you know, we all know when you start a story, it might, and we've seen this before, right? With like, um, like S Town, the the yes. runaway hit docu podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. You you know that the story you you may go in thinking that there's one story. And you may leave knowing that there's a whole different story that you have to tell. 100%. Absolutely. Um, Eric Good said he would like the chance to talk things over with uh, Carol Baskin, who is one of the stars of the show. She is Joe Exotic's nemesis. If you Mm -hmm. haven't watched it, I'll give you a little bit of context there. But Mm -hmm. after the series was released, don't worry about it. She is. Sorry, that's what you're supposed to think. That's what you're supposed to think. She says she did not murder her husband. Mm -hmm. Her current husband, Howard, said the filmmakers are devoid of integrity. And not interested in the truth. Eric Good, the director of the series, said, I would like to speak with them. I feel that Carol, out of all these people, at least had the right message to stop breeding and exploiting these cats for monetary gain. But he said he worries that Carol Baskin, who calls herself a big cat rescuer, but also keeps lions and tigers in cages, isn't being fair to the animals. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's you guys, it is this show if you haven't started watching it, there's a reason why everybody's captivated by it. Yeah. But there, it's like an onion because there's so many layers to Just it. Just keep peeling it back. It's true it back, because on the back. surface, it's this like weird eccentric sort of counterculture of big cat misfits collectors. Yeah. yeah. Who are misfits. Yes. Who are misfits. And then, but then when you start to peel back, there's so much there. Um, so and much some there. of it is deep and some of it is not. And then, but then a lot of it does make you look at, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yourself and your consumption of entertainment with animals in it. And there isn't a single one of us that can't say that we haven't consumed some sort of entertainment that has um, exploited a tiger. Right. Because when you watch this, you go... Oh my gosh, how are they using tigers like this? And then you go back and you look at musical performances, Mm -hmm. at movies. You look at all sorts of places that you've been where you've gone, oh, I have been party to that. Mm -hmm. I have financially contributed to that. And so Britney Spears performances. Exactly. It gets really the circus complicated. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we were having this discussion. My girlfriends and I were all texting about it. And it was one of my best friend is a veterinarian. So, we, you know, like animal things are always just a, she offers a lot of perspective on right. animal things. And so we, one of the girls was saying, I don't think you should watch it because I think it'll be a lot for you. And um, and I said, yeah. And, and But then you get to thinking, like, do zoos do the same thing? And she said, well, zoos have a mission of conservation in order to mm-hmm. be part of the zoological society. You have to be committed to conservation. I said, well, these people say that that's part of their mission, too. Saying it and doing it, though, are probably two two different different things, things. right? But also breeding animals in captivity. I mean, it's really fascinating, and it can cause you to just go down this whole rabbit hole, so to speak, that the tigers are chasing the rabbits down into. Oof, oof. I don't know. Mm. Very interesting. It is. It's fascinating. It didn't make me feel great. About the world to watch it though, so just I mean, go into, what? Like, kind of, can we be honest? Right now, we're in a space right now where you don't have to feel great about the world. Well, that's true. No, but I also don't want to feel worse because I already feel bad enough. Yeah. yeah, well. So, I mean, I'm kind of in a place where I'm going to hold out, but I'm enjoying the conversation everybody's been having. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Bradley's like, I'll I'll social distance from. Yeah, that. I'm social <laughs> distancing from that show only because I also have a thing about animals. I can't. It distracts me. Mm-hmm. Watching anything negative towards animals. Yeah. It's very, it can be very And troubling. watching anything about animals distracts your dog. That, well, that's also the main mm-hmm. reason. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the story today from Us Weekly, take that with a grain of salt, is that Prince Harry is overwhelmed with guilt being away from the royal family amid the pandemic. Welcome to everyone. Mm, that yeah. would be a headline. I'd love hearing... to see my mother right now. Mm-hmm. I know. So would I. And she lives yep. 20 minutes same, away. Same, same, <laughs> same, same, y'all. Hearing that his dad is sick with a potentially life-threatening illness has been a huge wake-up call. His dad, Prince Charles, was diagnosed with COVID-19 and has recovered beautifully, which is wonderful. Uh, he's overwhelmed with feelings of guilt for not being closer to home while this is all going on. They just mm. moved uh, to Los Angeles. And, you yep. know, President Trump said... Harry and Meghan, you got to pay for your own security. And then Harry and Meghan were like, yeah, we know we were going to do that anyway. I know. I but know. I did appreciate I know, but the... everybody's commented yeah, on it. You like, know, like, Trudeau oh, 100%. commented on it. They're all like, it's, nope. it's just there's a segment of the population that hears that they're here and then worries that our taxpayer yeah. dollars are yeah. going towards Canada that. did the same thing, by the I know. way. That's why, Their yeah. leaders were forced to come out and say what they would not wouldn't do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They, they did the same thing. And so then they have to just... Because remember, this is the weird thing, right? They're considered what, like, international persons of mystery or something? What oh, is that's it? such yes, a great like title. Austin Powers. It, <laughs> no, but it's like international persons of interest. It's like they have they some have sort of some status. Sort of, yeah. 
that like fancy rich royalty people get to have, which entitles them to all sorts of benefits that you and I will never have. Is it like an American Express black card? Yes, oh, basically. You get to go to this super secret lounge at the airport. <laughs> Gosh. Boy, just to tell you, I was at LAX recently, you know, within the last few months. When did I travel? I don't it was know. Like a month I don't ago remember. At this point. Thank I know. you. And um, I weaseled my way into the into the sky club nice. because the person I was traveling with has guest passes on hers. Nice. I'm too cheap to pay for that card. And I was like, thank the Lord above because the main area of LAX is hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably good. Oh, I hope you remembered true. that experience. Cause it's going to be the last one you right. have for a while. I know. When will you go on another trip? Right. I, listen, I have a trip to Florida. My flight leaves tomorrow. Well, good luck. <laughs> Something tells me that's not uh, happening. They canceled I'm going to Paris tonight, back. guys. So actually, no, we're going to Paris tomorrow night. We were in Tokyo last oh, night. Oh, good. I, I can't saw wait. That. Mm-hmm. You know, this has been really fun. I've been seeing a lot of people do this, like traveling to a different place yeah. every night. Chef Daniel Green, who's a celebrity chef who like, you know, he's so his meals are a real deal. He's not it's, even he's not making like my fake ramen that I made from a pinch of yum. It looked really good. It pinch was delicious. Of yum has great recipes. It was great. And it was easy. I made a pinch of yum sesame noodles last week. See, there you go. Um, but I like this idea of traveling to a different country every night. All you really have to do is add a little like fun element to whatever cuisine you're enjoying. And by the way, when I say cuisine, it makes it sound like it's real fancy at my house. It was not. No, but it's it fun. Is not. Tomorrow we're going to Paris. We're having we ha- steak frites. Our kids don't know. Tonight, you guys, we're going to New York City. We're going to watch a baseball game. Yay! So we're having hot dogs. That's really fun. Yeah. My sister just posted that she um, she was re-watching the Final Four game um, that KU was playing in when it was here, and she went with my dad, oh. and they showed up on the screen on TV, Get and so out. she screenshotted it and was like, this was when we were oh, all at a game. That's so cool. Yes. I love it. Uh, Helen Mirren posing makeup free in a selfie. She looks fabulous, and um, she was asking her fans to contribute to coronavirus relief efforts. She said, in return for this pic of me literally first thing in the morning, please donate. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And then she posted a link to the donation page for the Intensive Care Society, which is a UK charity that supports intensive care workers and patients alike. Um, lots of celebrities have been sharing makeup free selfies while social distancing at home. You know, Julie Roberts. <laughs> and they all look fantastic, is, and I'm rolling my eyes. This thing. But it's for a good cause. It's the yeah. makeup-free selfie. I think for Helen Mirren asking, I'm like, okay, that's great. Yeah, but I, that's all I need. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I am really liking getting a glimpse into so many people's homes. Like today, I did an interview with um, Coach PJ Fleck from our Golden oh, Gophers. Fun. Out from his house, and I was like, "What's happening in your house? Show me what's going on." I know it's on. kind of exciting, you know. It's like when you drive down the road and you're like, "I want to look inside yeah, windows," but that's rude. And now you get to. now you really get yeah. to. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. Hey, we need somebody to play our thirty second pop culture challenge six five one six four one one zero seven one thirty seconds five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize on my talk one zero seven one. And it goes a little something like this. Second. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Mike on the line. And what is Mike playing for? Mike is playing for one of these. A My Talk 1071 t shirt. All right, Mike, you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? Mike. Hello. There you are. You ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? I sure am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. 
Which artist created the... Oh, that's Monday. Oh, my God. Get on Wednesday, trainer. Why do I always do it's that? It's hump day. Okay, we'll start over. Here we go. Today's Wednesday, right? Yes. Jack Black is a member of what comedy rock duo? Tenacious D. Chef Ina Garten is also known by what nickname? The Barefoot Contessa. NCIS airs on what network? CBS. What is the name of Justin Bieber's latest album? Changes. Val Kilmer plays Iceman in what 80s movie? Top Gun. Wow! That was amazing. You crushed it. Like Mike was like, no worries. Yeah, no, I've got the tenacious D. I can tell you all about Justin Bieber's latest album, Changes. Good job, Mike. Congrats. You won the 30-second pop culture challenge, and uh, you will get a prize uh, mailed to you very soon. (laughs) Thank you. Everybody else, if you were jealous of Mike and wish that you could have played today, it's okay. It's a possibility for you tomorrow, because we play every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge, and now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. The celebrity gossip mysteries keep rolling along. Mm. Here's our first mystery. This one's confirmed, by the way. We know who this is about. Okay. Yay. This celebrity offspring is barely a celebrity. She was more so back in the day. Other family members are higher on this list. Anyway, showing her true blue bloodness... She has informed the staff working for her that they are needed 24-7 now because of the quarantine. And if they want to go see their families, they will be fired. Oof. Okay, so a celebrity offspring who's barely a celebrity. Yep. She was more more so back in the day. Back in the day. Oh, okay. Can I throw uh, the name Nicole Richie out there? Oh, that's a good guess, though. Great Um, guess. Paris Hilton? Another great guess. Okay. Are we close? Yes. Oh, is it a... No. It's not like a Lindsay Lohan. You were really close with Paris Hilton. Okay. Is it Nikki Hilton? Oh! Oh, Or Nikki Rothschild, as she is known now. So she married to a Rothschild? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Must be rough. Mm -hmm. Hilton and Rothschild. Rich people gonna rich. Yeah, well, Nikki Hilton Rothschild... (laughs) Is gonna it's okay if you don't ha- you don't have to say your name properly. I don't even want. We don't need. We don't. Need. She's not listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Nikki Hilton is showing her true blue bloodness and apparently has informed the staff working for her that they are needed twenty four seven now because of the quarantine. And if they want to go home and see their families, they're going to get fired. You know, so the thing that really disturbs me is this is probably just the tip of the proverbial iceberg. Well, also, Bradley, you were just asking about this the other day. Remember, you were oh, saying, yeah. like, what happens with mm-hmm. celebrities with staffs? And, like, I bet that she's not the only one I think behaving it, this way. Well, I was going to say, it probably just really is all a refle- direct reflection of the type of celebrity. So right. I'm sure there are some celebrities who are like, go, of course, take care of your family. I will be fine. Or, like, if you're going to continue to have a job, great. I have a giant mansion. You know, come and go. Just don't come anywhere near me. Right? Like, I mean, it's not hard if you wanted to be a nice person. But those who are not nice people... Probably also coronavirusing in a not nice way. True that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, another celebrity gossip mystery for you. All of the 
these gossip mysteries are kind of nasty today. So just people people being (laughs) nasty. So here's another nasty blind item. You would think after the crap that the reality family has endured over the past couple of weeks, they would be offering their newest safety product for free. Now, in fact, they're charging at a rate which will give them about a 400% profit. This is Chris and Kylie Jenner. What is this about? uh, Chris and Kylie Jenner announced, because I saw this headline today, that they are going to Kylie... I don't know if it's Kylie Beauty, but some some arm of them is going to be producing hand sanitizer... Oh, but uh, Holly's point, not for free. Well, what they're saying, according to the party line, that being Kylie Jenner and Kris Jenner, that they are going to make mass hand sanitizer words a donation to hospitals in Southern California. So I don't know what the behind the scenes are going to be as far as this goes. Now, they're kind of saying that they're going to make the donation. Do you ever notice how they don't make donations? They just make donations? You know what I'm I'm saying? No, I don't. So do you ever notice that they always do things like this? Like, oh, Oh. we're making hand sanitizer, and we're going to give a bunch of stuff to hospitals. Right? Right. But that's like, we're still going to make money off this. But don't worry, we're going to do something nice. Isn't that what you're saying, Holly? Well, that's what NT Lawyer is saying. So that's what this gossip is saying. And so I was saying that their press release makes it seem like it's just going to be a donation of this hand sanitizer to hospitals in Southern California, which... Hello, that would be just such a wonderful yeah. thing to do. But NT lawyers saying, ah, 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 there might be something going on behind the scenes where they're going to be making a profit. That all is this. so gross. Yeah, I would not surprise that me. That is so But it's like disgusting. their closet. Like, we're going to make money. We're going to sell off our right. clothes um, and give a portion of the proceeds to charity. Right. They still make a ton of money yeah. off of it. Mm-hmm. That's gross. I told you they were going to be oh, nasty. That's nasty. That is that's nasty. nasty. What else you got? Well, I'm going to give players choice on this next blind item. Do you want an equally nasty blind item or do you want one that's maybe could be nasty, but is just maybe not as nasty? I mean, don't we honestly I want them nasty? both, but we're going nasty. We're going nasty. OK, here we go. All right. Your nasty blind item. This foreign born A slash A minus list actor thought he had COVID-19. So he told the world he did several times. It turns out he had the flu. But didn't bother to correct the record. And in fact, he didn't even get tested until after he told everyone he tested positive. Uh, is this who I think it is? Is this Idris Alba? Oh, no! <sighs> All right, read it. Sorry. <laughs> Are you okay over there? You were funny. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> so, is that what that was? Hey. No, I'm teasing. Idris Elba thought he had COVID-19, so Idris Elba told the world that he did several times. But it turns out that Idris Elba just had the flu, but he didn't bother to correct the record. In fact, Idris didn't even get tested until after he told everyone he oh, tested positive. God. If this is true, you know what? We're going to learn so much in the next couple of years. Yeah. And it's not going to be good. Or some of it will be good. <laughs> it'll be delicious gossip, that's for sure. And this, you know, this, or it'll be enlightening. Yeah. Uh, this will also, or this also just reminds me of a story we didn't get to and maybe we can talk about tomorrow. But that whole Colton Underwood story, there's so many reasons to believe 
that he um, faked might, everything might just in fact have been lying about yeah. his particular diagnosis. But um, I feel like if we believe Enti Lawyer, you have to think that there are a lot of other celebrities who have Absolutely. perhaps engaged in this behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fabulous. Uh-huh. Okay. All no, right. uh, and it's not nasty. fabulous, by the way. And we, you're all on notice. Um, and we are paying attention on the Colleen and Bradley show. Taking notes. Taking notes. Taking names. Writing it down in our notebooks. Staying socially distant, but we will talk about it later. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have been periodically... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Checking in with wonderful partners in my talk 1071 to see how they are still serving. They're still serving. Uh, they're still serving the community with the services that they provide. And when we come back, we're going to talk with somebody from an organization that is very, very, very close to my heart. We're going to talk with Nancy Beldrica. She's the VP and Chief Marketing and Development Officer at Fraser. We'll talk to her after this on my talk 1071. Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Open, open. Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On My Talk 1071. Yes, we have been checking in with some of our partners at My Talk 1071 periodically uh, to find out a little bit more about how the COVID-19 outbreak has maybe changed the way they've been able to serve uh, the public. And um, this is an organization that is so close to my heart. We are speaking with Nancy Beldrica. She is the VP and Chief Marketing and Development Officer for Frasier. Hello, Nancy. Hello, Colleen. Thank you for having me. We're so happy to have you here with us today. And, you know, I saw actually uh, another um, autism family like my own on um, on social media today say the words, even though we are social distancing and there is a virus outbreak, autism doesn't stop. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Autism, mental health, special needs, those things. Um, keep on going. And uh, the COVID-19 has made it more difficult and challenging for some of those families. But Frazier is here to help in any way we can through this crisis. I imagine, too, that, you know, like a lot of organizations who deal with difficult um, things that can present difficulties in a given day are actually almost better suited in moments like these, um, or at least they have the mindset to attack difficult situations 364 other days of the year so that when moments like these show up, they can actually be an additional resources uh, or resource rather to the people they serve. Yeah, that's right. I mean, our favorite saying these days is that in times of crisis, these issues don't go away, they become heightened. That's and true. so um, we're, we're ramping up our services to provide those supports to families all over the state um, in a new way through telehealth and telephone and um, through a new service that we're going to be launching this week, uh, the Fraser Lifeline, which is an immediate kind of a triage service where people can call in if they're feeling anxious, depressed, 
um, they just need some advice, and there will be a clinician there that can answer their questions and then refer them to additional help if they need it. Oh, this awesome. is this is absolutely so wonderful um, because, as you both have mentioned, Bradley and Nancy, in times like these, all of those things seem to be heightened closer to the surface. Some of the challenges that may be manageable other days of the year become um, more pronounced. Uh, and it's wonderful to know that Fraser is finding new and innovative ways to reach people who need the services. Are there ways that you're also helping um, the, the people who are already clients that have changed a little bit? Yeah, so those a lot of those clients have already transferred over to telehealth or telephone services. So we're being we're able to offer them either way through a computer access or by telephone. So we're trying to eliminate any technology barriers that people have. And we've been able to keep a lot of those services going. So outpatient services for mental health or autism, even things like pediatric therapy are still being delivered via telehealth and telephone. Um, ABA and day treatment, which are the intensive services for children with higher level needs, um, are still being offered. We're still doing case management. Community living is still, of course, ongoing. So we've got all of our supports for individuals who are living either on their own or need some support out in the community. And then we're able to offer some clinical evaluations for neuropsych and comprehensive evaluations that will provide that baseline reading that allow families to enter the line of services quicker. And now is an ideal time to do that because with the, you know, the drop off of in clinic services, we have more availability to get people in right away. Mm. Nancy, I'm sorry. Can you um, maybe give us an example or two in a generic sense, obviously, of the kinds of issues that are coming up uh, and have for the last couple of weeks directly uh, related to COVID or how, how you might actually be um, addressing issues differently in this moment? Sure. Well, I think one of the things that we're really seeing is that the families are needing a lot more support. So in addition to whatever their child deals with on a 365-day-a-year you know, basis, um, families are starting to feel more pressure because mm-hmm. there's things like job loss and financial stress and everybody's at home. So there's relationship um, tensions that are arising. And families who have not um, maybe had the tools in their toolbox to deal with all of these things, you know, um, that on a single basis, much less compounded basement mm. basis, are really reaching out for support from our clinicians and how to just address all of this and manage their stress and their children's stress and keep things running smoothly in their house. I mean, you have to remember, too, that now all the kids are home trying to learn they're doing their education online. Right. So that adds an even additional stress to families who are home trying to do their own work from home. Right. There's a lot going on. Um, now more than ever, I think families are recognizing that they really need that support. And so um, we're able to provide that for clients that had already been served by Fraser, but then bring in new clients too. Well, and I actually wanted to focus on that too, because I think sometimes when you've got um, somebody in your family, for me, I will just be perfectly honest. It's our child who's on the autism spectrum that, that and it, there was, there was a time in our lives where we had built some coping strategies before we had a diagnosis where I could imagine when something like this happens that topples your every, 
your everyday coping strategies, that a lot of those bigger issues start to emerge in a different way. And so then to be able to know that Frasier is still there to accept new clients, if those things are bubbling up because the coping strategies you've put into place are no longer operating the same way, um, Frasier is still there. Yeah, and I think it's it's comforting for both the clients and the family when they're able through technology to see their clinician mm. and know that that support is still there. But for people who don't have that lifeline right now to know that there is a service out there that can help them. Um, one of the other uh, service lines that we have is the Fraser Family Consult. So that would be something if you just are noticing some behaviors, maybe suddenly your child is very anxious or they're not eating properly or you can't get them to sleep because of all of the issues, you know, surrounding this COVID outbreak, you can call into that family consult and speak with the clinician and get some of those immediate tips that can help address those those behaviors and emotions that you're seeing right now. Oh. So you don't even have to wait for appointments. Um, it's just really, I think, important for everybody to know that that they're not alone dealing with this. Um, even people who we would refer to as typically abled or not having any mental health or special needs are really feeling the stress of this. And um, it's just wonderful to be able to provide that hand to Minnesota families. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for joining us and uh, and reminding us all all the wonderful ways that Fraser continues to be of support to um, you know the public who are experiencing some really kind of diff- confronted with some very difficult um, situations. Thank you so much for having me. Be well. Thank, thank you. You, you as well, Nancy. That is Nancy Beldrica from Fraser. She's the Chief Marketing and Development Officer and Vice President of Fraser. Um, and I really, I, I will just add that I cannot say enough good about Fraser. I fully credit Fraser for where we are as a family with our own son mm, um, who's on the spectrum. And so um, the, the resources that they're able to provide are so very valuable. And um, and I cannot encourage people enough to use them if you are experiencing um, with, some, with a family member, you know, something that is seems to be like too difficult to manage. They are there and they are experts and they will, you know, be there to help kind of navigate what that looks like. What I love about it in this moment is that, you know, it, we're so focused on a lot of businesses and organizations that maybe have had to stop doing what they're doing. Right. But in this moment, an organization like Frasier is really able to tackle um, and, in fact, has, you know, some additional burdens to bear, uh, but they're able to do so. And I imagine there are a lot of people out there who've never interacted with Frasier before. But in this moment, um, you know, the opportunities may be presenting themselves maybe, you know, uncomfortably so in such a way that they're going to be introduced to Frasier during this time for the first time. And it's so important that they're able to continue to do what they do now, um, even more than, you know, all the other days of the year. Absolutely. Uh, All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here is the question we're asking. What is the best way to tell somebody to back off when you're needing some social distance? Get out of my way! Yeah, we don't want to be rude, but we also want to keep that six feet. And when somebody doesn't maybe observe it, how do you tell them kindly to get out the way? 651-641-1071. Let's all help each other after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. 
Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.